Well, sometimes you have to gather some great minds in emergency situations to discuss some very important news, and I believe we are doing that uh, here late Thursday evening. Uh, my name is David Adam. I'm the editor of Muddy River News, but I'm taking off my news editor hat and I am putting on my cardinal fandom uh, hat, so to speak, and I'm speaking with two giant cardinal fans who uh, I think, uh, how often do we text each other about? Oh, when there's a game going on, it's all night. It's all, yeah, yeah. it's, it's it literally makes it fun. all night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pat Atwell, uh, athletic director at Culver Stockton College and former Quincy University baseball coach, Steve Luton uh, with the Western Catholic Union, former WGEM television uh, uh, anchor on the sports side, IBC, a Hall of Famer. Ooh, yeah, we don't get, nice. you don't get to, you haven't had to use that. You know that's no, got to be part of like your your, your, yeah. your signature, like the baseball Hall of Famer. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Luton, HOF, yeah, yeah twenty one. We are, are 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 here today to talk about the firing of Mike Schilt. I was literally doing a podcast this afternoon with Matt Shuckman, and we have a television on here in our in our studios, and it's on the Major League Baseball Network. And, I mean, it's just on there because there was a game on the night before. And I'm watching it and talking to Shuckman about, I think, golf. And all of a sudden, I see a bulletin across the bottom of the page, Mike Schilt fired by Cardinals. And I'm like, holy cow, what just happened? When did you, how did you find out, Luke? <laughs> I was over just across the street here at the WCU office, and I had gone out to place a phone call. So I was standing out here on the street just to make a phone call, and I wasn't unable to get the person on the phone. I walked back in the office, and two people come running toward me and say, how did you how'd you hear about this, or do you know about this? I go, what are you talking about? And so they instantly were telling me the story, and right when they tell me the story, my phone rings. And, and so one of them says, uh, oh, well, you're going to find out the stories. They're calling you. They're calling you. And I go, I don't think so because this is my mom on the phone. <laughs> and my mom does not have the secret story of what happened here. But I'm stunned. Absolutely I, stunned. Have, you know, I had you, I, and I, my guess is Pat was in probably some high-level meeting over That's there. That's what he's going to say. That, that he was working, you know, uh, scholarships and, and, and student retention and stuff like that, right? I was doing that. I did send that report out today, <laughs> retention and scholarships. The, uh, but it came to me from a buddy back home, and the picture said, it shows his picture, and the text said, didn't he win manager of the year just a few years, just a couple years ago? Yeah. And I replied, holy cow, I never thought he'd win manager of the year again. I thought it'd be Gabe Kapler. And, and then I, I look, and I'm like, Oh my God! They fired him. So I'm thinking, wow, manager of the year. I'm surprised, but he did he did a good job. Yeah, and no, fired. Boom. I'm just at least what I've seen so far. I mean, Mosellock and Dewitt had a press conference in which they didn't answer any questions. I mean, they talked, but they didn't really answer any questions. But I know uh, in, in in the texts that we've shared already today. Pat had some inter- I thought you had some interesting thoughts about you know how the how this probably came down. I I kind of thought what what you said was really kind of insightful. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he ultimately and I you know, I've been in these conversations and the conversation could end up like if we're on a different page about analytics or we're on a different page about player development. Eventually the person in charge of the organization can go along the lines of, you know, this, this is the Cardinals. 
and you you are representing the Cardinals. So but coaches, the longer they do it, think it's their team. Well, it's my team. I get to do what I want. But it's not necessarily their team. It's their wins and losses. But the Cardinals, so you, you can be crystal clear that the Cardinals decided that they were on a different page. So and the only two things in my mind that could come to was analytics. They want to go in a different way analytically than he does, specifically on the hitting potentially with, with Jeff Albert. And, and I don't know what the connect is. I don't know if he's a fan, not a fan, um, but clear the Cardinals have a vision or we can't win with player a, B or C and the brass thinks they can win with player a, B and C. And it, it all said it all, came to a head in the last week. He was finding out more information, but it was just intriguing how a philosophical differences clearly Mazalek and the Cardinals DeWitt had a different idea what the organization wanted to do than the guy running the show. Well, I mean, don't you think, when you think back, okay, when they, they brought in Schilt, he was kind of the... Uh, he was the cardinal guy. Absolutely. He followed the cardinal way. He's George got the Kissel. George Kissel book that yeah. he refers to yeah. all the time, yet... I, I would imagine he was still managing what he thought was the Cardinal way, and the Cardinals were like, no, that's the wrong way. I think the Cardinals have changed their way. And Mazalek said that. They talked about evolution, and, and I watched the press conference, and he said, yeah, I mean, I think evolving is important. Um, and that almost tells me, like, we're evolving, but I'm not sure, you know, Mike was, was on the same train of evolution that the Cardinals were you know, on. Several months ago, Schilt said one comment about, well, I can only throw the guys out there that they give me. He made a comment as if he wasn't happy with the players who had been made available to him. And, and that was it. He only said it one time. But I remember that happening, and I thought, well, that's, that's different. Uh, so he I, didn't say a lot of things. He was, he was almost criticized for his, his press conferences in which he was so positive. Oh, yeah. He was always... You know, he like had those players backs, but he did. I remember that that mm-hmm. he, it was right like in the middle of there were some pretty rough times, yeah. like in June or whatever. He's yeah. like, I, I can only do with what I have. Other than 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 Carpenter, though, who are the guys that I'm just curious? Who could he have possibly been looking at and saying, "I can't win with this guy on the field"? Well, back back then, in around that area, there were lots of pitchers who yeah. were not getting the job done, right? Um, and they made some changes, and they changed. They, they turned out better than I, I thought they were going to turn out. But I I know that today they said, oh, this just came up. I don't believe that. I, I think maybe Schilt had gotten himself into trouble this summer when things weren't going well. And then they win all these games, and then at the very end against the Dodgers, there's, there's some obvious questions. You know, uh, maybe the front office absolutely did not want Reyes in the game. Although got, wasn't the, the wasn't the split fingernail almost one of those oops we didn't have a choice? Well, but there was choices because Dakota Hudson was in the bullpen right. and so was Flaherty. Flaherty. You know, so you had two guys there that, and I don't know, I, I can't. I hear these guys talk, but I can't quite tell what are they saying. Well, Mazalek said today he said in the presser it's absolutely not a baseball decision. We're very happy on how the baseball team was run. Okay, well then well, I would then think so. That absolutely that would not a not a managerial. How did you run the team decision? Okay. So, so that, it was pretty clear. It was purely philosophical that they were on a and and he said multiple times. And Dewitt said it's important for everybody to be on the same page going forward. Wow, I, but so, they don't really tell you what that page they is. They definitely do not. You know, <laughs> because I think I think what they would find 
I think there's an awful lot of Cardinal fans and Cardinal fans who've been around for decades who will, if they ever said what it was that they were digging in on, on which issue, right. There's a lot of Cardinal fans that go, what are you talking about? You know, and, and I don't know what they are. I, I've been trying all day to figure out what are the main areas because toward the end of the year, the hitters were hitting. The pitchers were pitching. They well, made all the well, changes think, they needed to make. Schilt deserves all credit in the world for turning a mediocre fielding team into a Absolutely. When you talk about team. the Cardinal way, I mean, he inherited yeah. a team that did not play like the Cardinals. That's yeah. Right. And the late and in the Matheny era, and, and they now they're a tremendous guys are, defensive and, team. And, and I'll, I'll just let the listeners know, and all the texts that I received between these two, I think it's very clear – that Steve Luton would never it would be a happy man if he never saw Mike Matheny. Well, actually, you would be too. You neither one of you two cared for Matheny as a oh, manager, did not you? as a manager. Not as a manager. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he you know, when he came here and spoke, he was great, tremendous. Yeah, you know, uh, for Fellowship Christian Athletes, he his his presentation was unbelievable, and I think he's a good man. He just wasn't a major league, yeah, um, uh, manager, and proved it every night. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, trouble. Yeah, trouble making decisions on the fly during the course of a game. Yeah, well, and how I, many how many double switches did he mess up during? Well, how, his how often was Holiday sitting on the bench and in the you know in the, the three hole and the, and the ninth inning rolls around and, and, and the pitcher's tied and yeah and, and you know that happened all the time. So, I, I guess there's just this part of me that, uh, that with with Schilt, here's a guy who was you know he was the Cardinal way, and I like what Pat said in regards to well the the Cardinal ways evolving i just have a hard time believing that schilt wouldn't have evolved with that like oh you want to do this now or uh, i'm just there's somebody somewhere i don't know who it's going to be and it might be schilt schilt you know right now has declined all comment but oh what i i heard he's been talking has he he has been talking it's just not out yet well that's i'm just wondering what players are going to say something and what you know, some look in this day and age. There's no way that what the concern is isn't likely going to come out. Somebody somewhere is going to know in the next 24 to 40. And Mo hours. was clear, like it was. They asked him directly, "Is this baseball related?" And he was absolutely. This has nothing to do with anything but that. Right. So they're happy with him as the manager and how he ran the game. Nothing off field, it appears. I don't imagine they were thrilled about the whole, being the Cardinals, the whole sticky substance that he was the impetus for the entire Major League Baseball to, to do away with the sticky substance. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't the most Cardinalish interview that night when he just said, well, let's just, let's just rip the Band-Aid off this. Right. And when, that probably didn't sit well with the brass. That's not something a Cardinal manager usually does. And, and I don't know if this was played into it or not, but they got rid of our, our Rosarena, in my opinion, because Rosarena taped that Absolutely. locker room thing, and Schultz said, I, I want him gone. And looking back on it... And now, now Rosarena's been Willie Mays yeah, the last two postseasons. Did they get rid of a guy who really was a, a major talent only because the manager said he's got to go? That could be. And, and I mean, so I think there's a buildup here. Um, well, you, know, I, well, you, you mentioned the word buildup, and what I think is... Let's let's be honest. You throw out the seventeen game winning streak. Oh yeah. And this is a five hundred team that was really hard to watch for most of the season. Well, and, and when you would listen to him talk after the game, and I understand, I I appreciate a manager who has his players back. Larusa always had his players back, except for Steve Klein. Um, but often you would hear the post game thing, and you would want a little fire or anger or something out of his guys. 
And she'll never, ever talk about how, you know, any any pitcher or anybody had he was, really screwed it up. No, he was very positive. We're yep. doing the very best we can. He protected his guys. And Mo, and Mo they asked Mo a question today, and he just said, you know, I'm I'm going to protect an employee. That's really Mike's question to answer. So, you know, he's, it, it wasn't for him to answer some things you want, Mike. But two things I put down that I thought when I from the presser, it was from Mo. It's a totally related baseball decision with things that came to my attention over time. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, who's who, over time? So, and, and who's paying? Who's giving it his attention? Yeah. So again, was 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 Schilt maybe talking to people inside his circle on the Cardinals? Anti whatever the philosophy is, yeah. whatever it is, if it's hitting, it smells like hitting. It smells like Jeff Albert in the hitting coach. When I mean, when you got a player come out publicly and say, "We we don't do anything. We have, we make no job. Oh, yeah. We don't." Yeah, that. Was, and then was, and then they, it was Edmund, right? Yeah, and then yeah. and then Bernie. If you saw Bernie's article about a week ago, it broke down the hitting up until June and how woeful it was, all the statistically. And then then a change was made. He said, and then it took off. So which side of the change was was Albert on, and which side was Shield on? And maybe they're on the same page, and maybe I'm fabricating, but it there was something there. But that was an interesting statement. Um, and then the other one was continuity. Continuity of thinking evolves over time. And you had an inter- you you talked to me. You texted that us about. But I want to hear what you what you what you think about that. Yeah. Kind of, so and he came. To the, we came to the conclusion that we were not going to have a meeting of the minds. And so that was just clearly. Over time, he kept talking to his employee. I, I mean, I've lived this, right? So you keep talking to your employee like, okay, listen, I understand this is what you want to do, but this is how we have to do it. We. And and I don't know that Schilt was willing to, and a lot of people aren't. They're not willing to, well, that's not what I want to exactly, do. Exactly. So I, I'll, I, I, I'll, I appreciate the way you want to do it, but that's not the way that's I'm comfortable I want to do it. doing it. Right. And so, so maybe it is just I, best to separate. I think what happened is – like any sports team that, you, that I'm aware of, season ends and they start having exit interviews right before they get out of town. And I, I believe that Mo and, and DeWitt or whomever had these interviews with some of the players and some of the coaches, and that's how things came to my came attention to my over attention. time. Yes. And, and so then based upon those discussions, they probably then brought in Schilt, and, or I guess they called him, and said, that was an interesting some, way to let him go. Yeah, here's some stuff I'm hearing. What do you? What about this? What about that? And instead of uh, Schilt saying, you know, that's kind of blown a little bit out of proportion. Here's what I really think. He he dug in, and they just decided right there. And I don't know what it was. I, I don't. Yeah, know we don't know, but I think that's is. accurate. But I, I think it happened at the end, after the season, talking to different people. Yeah, I, I, well, the fact is, at that level, it's there's always those end of the year. And he said they had them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they know who the next guy is. There's you think no so? Certain, absolutely. And who do you think it is? Mormal. Me too. You think it's Mormal? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Mormal. It could be Stubby Clap. It could be Pop Warner. But I think Pop Warner is Schilt. Okay. That's the same guy pretty much. Um, I think it's Mormal also. I, th- I think it's him. And if it's not, first off, he said he hopes that every coach stays. Mm-hmm. You don't do that if you're bringing a new guy in. Okay. So I think that's one of the big reasons. I, I believe that Mormol is much more in tune with analytics than Schilt was. Uh, I think they like him a lot. If they go outside at all, I think Skip Schumacher is the guy. But I think Mormol, uh, because he has the appreciation of, I think, all the players who are currently there, mm-hmm. easy transition, I think they believe that they're going to get what they want out of Mormol, whereas Schilt did not want 
to do it, whatever it is. And that's the only kind of guy they're going to hire. Like, I, I mean, I told you guys, there's no established guy is going to come and take that team over when they just parted ways with a guy that had a, a 560 winning percentage. I just don't think that's going to happen. Well, you're and, not going to get Buck Showalter's not going to show well, up. Those kind of guys I, aren't showing first up. Thing, I first thing I thought of was Buck Showalter. Yeah. That name always comes well, up. He has his own opinions of how a game should be run. He's been pretty good at it. Yeah. He's not going to come and say, okay, I'm going to throw out everything I believe in. No. That I've had my entire career based on and, and start reading your analytics and reading the charts. Yeah. And I, I, I wish I was comfortable that the John Mosaic way was going to do it, but there's a lot of pressure whoever comes in, even if it's normal, because Schilt went to the playoffs three years in a row and had a 560 winning percentage. And you know, it got let go. If, if if next year's team barely sneaks into the wild card again, that's a huge disappointment because they've gone on record here to say, our way's so much better. Yeah. And I think that they have to be, they have to win close to 100 games and be dominant. I don't think he's got the players to pull that off next year. Well, not yet. And I think well, that's a couple of the other things that we can talk about. Well, Matt Carpenter is a free agent, so we always go get him. <laughs> now, so, now, okay, so do you do you believe that Matt Carpenter is the, a Mike Schilt a project or a Mo project? See, I oh, I was totally. Mo I mean, come, Mo signed him, right? But 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 Mo also was the one who didn't he come out and say early in the season he's not doing what we want him to do. He's not adjusting at the plate. He was in the he's dugout not, the other night. They didn't get rid of him. The guy held he held a spot on the team. You don't think that Mike Schilt would have liked to have had a real bat? Well, th- that's right. what I'm wondering. At some point? And that could be part of it, those kind of things. Yeah. And, you know, it could be it could be Schilt really wanted to talk about shortstop and the free agents available, and they could be like, yeah, we're not doing that. I mean, you got you got Young for two more years, and Sosa. you got Sosa. Right. So you'll be fine. Yeah. And maybe he's looking around like, well, I don't want to be fine. we got to beat the Dodgers. Well, see, right. I think that's what I'm we got to beat the hoping, Dodgers, Mo. My yeah. hope is that it maybe went the opposite way, mm-hmm. that 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 uh, Schilt is going, we're fine with Sosa at shortstop. You know, DeYoung's just having a rough year. He's going to be okay. And the Cardinal Brass is like, no, no, we need to go get Corey Seager to, to put a left-handed bat at shortstop. And we're going to put Gorman in the lineup next year, and we're going to go out and be an offensive juggernaut because that's what most of the teams that are successful, they just bludgeon you to death. And the Cardinals also proved this year that I don't know that you have to go get Max Scherzer or Robbie Ray. They went out and found four guys, two of them in McFarland and Garcia, who were lights out, and they yeah. found them on the scrap heap. They found them for nothing. So, I mean, if nothing else... The way that Mo Zalak handled that situation tells you maybe this guy really does know what he's talking about. Because I mean, I he could. brought in four guys who were massive, five guys. You got to throw LeBlanc in there too. Right. I, I can't imagine that uh, Schilt wanted Mo Zalak not to spend money and to go with what he had. I, I, I just can't imagine right. it because there's, uh, they still need somebody that can throw 200 innings next year. You know, they still need a, a starting pitcher. I'm hoping that guy's the down there. His name's Jack Flaherty. Well, but I mean, they had they've had a lot of people through the years that can get you 130 innings, and I just don't know that you can win. I mean, you're looking at, at not only do you have to beat the Dodgers if if you're really going for it, you got to beat Milwaukee. 
Milwaukee throws out pretty, three pretty good guys. Yeah, Milwaukee's a, they're, guys. they're a good 162 team. There's no doubt. Yeah. But they, they don't sure, hit a lick, but they, no. I mean, they pitch the heck out of them. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that's what happened to them in, with Atlanta. They just didn't get, they didn't score any runs against it. At, and at, and at, even though, I mean, the 17 game winning streak's nice, I just thought St. Louis was playing better than them at the end of the year. Absolutely. I think Milwaukee, for a number of years, has uh, worn out their pitching staff when they get toward the late in the season. And, and you know, when you're in fantasy baseball, like we are, we're experts. <laughs> Well, we know that that uh, you got the Brewers on your team, and and they're going to die out on right. you. You know, you feel it uh, year after year. You see it happen, but I just think that St. Louis is much closer to Milwaukee than what it appeared all year. What they finished five games behind. Yeah, they were but, seven with about a week to go. I remember when I looked, yeah. like ah, they can't do it. I mean, yeah. they're making that right. big. I run. think they finished like five, mm-hmm. maybe six games behind, and it felt like twenty most of the year. So I think they're closer, but I just, you know, I. You look at their lineup and you go, okay, he's pretty good. And okay, he's pretty good. And he's pretty good. So when you get down to it, well, maybe we can improve at shortstop because Sosa, did he give us the best he's got? Therefore, yeah. that and I like Sosa. I mean, I liked him in spring training a couple of years ago as a, did, as a yeah. player. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, hey, this kid's good. Yeah. You know, and it, uh, yeah, it's just the whole, the shield thing again. I mean, Mo said, we talked Friday. Well, it's Thursday. And he was shocked. I mean, the quote was, yes, he was shocked. To get the news, so a lot happened in the Mo Dewitt world yeah. from Friday to Thursday. That's when you're doing your checking. That's when you're making your calls. That's when you're talking to people. Um, and then, make, in my opinion, you don't make the move unless you know what the next move is. Uh, yes, that's especially there. to announce it on the night that the two teams with 100 and you know 215 wins combined are getting ready to go play in Game Five because baseball doesn't like that. Well, that, they don't like that they, at all. They asked for permission. They did. They got it. Yeah. They, did, they did ask for permission, but I do think that, it's, that you bring that up, though. That's interesting because, you know, that's always, you know, what are they, you know, in the news business, sometimes it's at that 4 o'clock on a Friday phone call. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're shutting down this plant or we're closing this, right. you know, but everybody's left the building for the weekend. Right. And and so. Who was the football player that announced he was coming back in the halftime of Monday Night Football several Was it Favre? Oh, Maybe. You know, there's one of those guys in, mm-hmm. in the middle of the game. Hey, I guess who's coming back? And you know they didn't want that right. at, yeah. at halftime of the Monday Night Football game. Right, right. So I'd heard two other names thrown out as potential managers. I think they're both kind of like, oh, I don't think so. But I'll throw them out there. Player manager Albert Pujols, player manager Yadi or Molina. Either one of those jazz well, you at all? I've heard there's no way that, that something like that's going to happen. I mean, because we, we, all of us were reading as much as we could today before right. we got in here. Um, and I, I saw, I never, I didn't hear the Pujols one. Uh, I'm not interested in him as a player because I don't think there's a place on the team nope. for a first baseman, right handed hitting first baseman. DH, though. Slow. Right handed DH. If, if the DH rule is adopted and he's okay with getting 200 at bats as a, as a part time DH and a pinch hitter. I just think that I think you can find better. Value. Yeah, Probably I, I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my opinion, a guy that can play around the field a little bit. And I mean, I, I just don't think that that helps your team. It'd be nice for sentiment, but apparently, we're not much about sentiment. We just fired a, a manager that's one, you know been in the playoffs <laughs> yeah. in a row. Um, the Yachty thing would be interesting. Um, I, I just saw just David Ross. Just yeah. literally, he was what in the, in the broadcast booth for a year. Yeah, what if they told David Ross, "Hey, by the way, David, I got this great idea in July." We're trading everybody. Right. 
all your friends and your buddies that you're coaching, they're all gone. You're going to be terrible. Yeah, you're going to stink. Gonna stink yeah. But so, you're going to get you get to keep your job, yeah, though, because we think you're great. Right. right, we like you. Yeah, that is, I mean, Yachty's sharp. I mean, yeah, that would just be the – it would be really cool. Yachty is a player manager with Marmol as the, as the bench coach, right. you know, assistant manager, associate manager, whatever they call him uh, these days. But uh, I don't think it's practical, but it would be pretty cool. Well, I'm just if you're going to do that. You might as well have uh, Wayno as pitching coach. I, I was just going to say, I can't imagine uh, who who's got the Dodgers uh, uh, Giants game tonight. Is it, is it TBS? Probably. Yeah, TBS. And, and wasn't Wayno just on the other TBS broadcast? Or the, he was on Fox. Oh, that was Fox. Fox I, I just I was just trying to think. He was would, quite would, good, by the way. Would, yeah. Well, because he was literally just a part of that, and I think he's done now. Yeah. They, they won't need him anymore. I can't imagine that that the TBS isn't going. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, Wayno, by the way, mm-hmm. how'd you like to come on the on the air with us tonight and talk about Mike Schilt for a few minutes? I mean, he's pretty glib. He'll be honest. You know, what's he got to lose? The Cardinals well, aren't going to get rid of him for saying something you I know, mean, this, incorrect. I, and I don't know the answer to this, but I wondered about this today. Okay, so the Cardinal way, the new all the analytics, that's how we're going to go. Is that how Goldschmidt and Arenado? Oh, I thought Aleno of the same thing. And, and Yachty, is, is that what they believe in? Because that's your core of their team. Right. So, Especially Arenado, who's got – okay, he said he's coming back next year. Yeah. But you just got rid of the manager, who he seemed to get along with pretty well. Although, kind of like you said, when you're having those closed-door player exit interviews, who knows what was – who knows who said what – to Mosellac and DeWitt. I mean, I'm not saying that it was Arenado, but right now we don't know that it was anybody. Well, go ahead. Yeah, my, my, you know, my guess is just the – they found out that, that you know, you're the owner and I'm the GM and Steve's the manager, and my directive to Steve was to implement X, Y, and Z. And then after the season, I'm not down there in the dugout every day. We're winning. I'm not going to rock the boat too much. But then I started doing a little talking, and I realized that, yeah, we won, but we, we really didn't want to – implement X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, instead of going and, by and, analytics, we're looking at George Kissel's handbook that he literally carries with him to every game. Yeah, and so he might have just been like, yeah, I'm not doing it. We're, we're winning. We're, I mean, this is – I mean, it had to be something along that line. This is how we. This is how I believe in it, but it's not where the card and, – and the whole evolution, that, that that quote, you know, from Mo that, you know, we do feel you have to evolve. And, well, it, that pointed to me like, well, I didn't like Schultz evolving, and they're not. I mean, Mo said, yeah, we're evolving. Yeah. And you got to keep up. And, and and I just I, I, I to be honest as someone who's been in the news business and Steve was in the news business for a long time, the fact is that those baseball guys have been going nonstop now since February, right. and they finally hit like okay, it's my first weekend where I'm not working because even last weekend you were wrapping up the season, oh, you were yeah. wrapping up the wild card. Reyes hits a home run, and you got to do all those stories. Well, but now it's Mo. like yeah, and then last week they were meeting with Mo. Yeah, exactly. And, and now all of a sudden it's like. Oh, for crying out loud. I had big plans this weekend, but I guess I'm going to be on the phone talking to players and talking to executives. Do you think Schilt manages again? Oh, I think I, so. I think so. I mean, pretty good record. Yeah. If there's no issues, I think I think the players liked him. Uh, I think he's a good baseball guy. I mean, I don't watch the games. Like, I'd watch the games in, with Matheny, who, again, fine man. But, I mean, he would do some very illogical moves and it's okay if you want to go all Casey Stengel and do an illogical move. They just have to work sometimes. Yeah. You trust your gut. <clears throat> I don't watch Schilt and see illogical baseball decisions. Right. 
There's, there's um, things you see that you disagree with. Yeah, you disagree. Then you, then you find out a couple of days later the guy's shoulder was sore. Yeah. They couldn't put they couldn't do some things because some guys weren't available and you didn't know that at the yep, time. Yeah, we, we don't know the reason. Even the but... last game of the year, we did not know at the time that uh, Geo had to come out and couldn't get back. It was a fingernail or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and just three or four days before that, Cabrera had a fingernail thing. Right. And so two of those guys were not as available as much as they would have been a week before. Right. Okay, before we wrap this up, now that Schilt's gone, biggest move you see the Cardinals needing to make before March? Man, shortstop would be the easy one, but it, but they need more pitching. You think that's more of importance than the shortstop position? Well, because you can't win without it. So if you can find another really good one, some way, shape, or form, I'd try to do that. But Because um, they can win with, with who they have at shortstop mm-hmm. if they have to. I think they need a shortstop. I, I just don't think there's a chance they're doing it, so I'm going pitching. Well, I think pitching, because I, I don't know how, what you can count on out of Kim or Michaelis. Uh, I don't know if Lester's coming back. So to me, you get – you got three starters, three pretty decent yeah, Hudson, starters. Flaherty, and Wayno. Yeah, they're pretty good. And I agree with you, Michaelis. Like you just don't know. I know. I mean, do you think you Ra- Do you think Reyes will be better? The same? How, how do you know? You've seen guys throughout your career as a baseball. When you make a play that's going to be remembered forever because you threw a bad pitch, how do you get? Oh, do, do you ever get? Past that, I mean, he's a, still a young guy with electric well, stuff. He, he's not gonna. He wouldn't be my closer going into the season. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I think right. that. I think that ship sailed. He has said that he wants to be a starter, yeah. and I think that I would give him the chance to be a starter. But in my mind, I'm not counting on him for anything. Really? Well, no. I, I can't. Yet. I'm. I'm. I'm, more, I'm excited that Hicks is going to come back. Yeah, and and they're and they're going to groom him as a starter, from what I understand. Yeah, I don't, understand, I don't understand that at all. But yeah. Well, I think well, Gallegos is the guy who kind of came out and said, "Guys, you don't got to worry about getting a closer. I'll be your closer." Some of the some of the analytics, kind of the Tampa Bay thing, of bringing guys in for two innings. I mean, that's happening tonight with with Knabel starting yeah. for the Dodgers. You know, so that's I, I think there's some stuff that we're looking at, and and do they have uh, seven or eight part time starters? That may be what they want to do. And, you know, and really, like we're that. not that qualified to talk about analytics because we look at our ages. Right. I mean, I'd be more in the shield. Like if somebody told me, if I went to manage tomorrow and somebody told me, Pat, you got to do it this way, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. This is how we're doing it. Right. Right. I know what I'm doing, but I don't know. Well, so the, I don't how, know some do of you this ma- How many times did I, I believe the Cardinal media would ask Schilt about, especially when they were struggling for pitching, how many, you know, would they ever go to a bullpen game? Would they ever go to a bullpen game? And he never once did. He never had a bullpen game, yet you watch Tampa Bay now, and Tampa Bay has bullpen games. Oh, you don't even know who's pitching oh, for them. Oh, my gosh. They Dodgers, had... Dodgers do that? Yeah. I mean, so I actually I thought that I would have gone bullpen game Against the Dodgers. Now, Wayno did a great job, mm-hmm. but I would have gone bullpen game there because let's say you win it. I mean, to me, the real goal is to win the next series. Right. I'd have liked to have started the next series with Wayno on the bump, and, you know, maybe two times in that series mm-hmm. instead of burning him in a one game thing. I thought we had the bullpen that could have. And uh, that, that, you know, you talk about the analytics part. I mean, that is certainly a way that younger, uh, Analytics-driven people would look at those games. You look at the, look at the success of the Rays. Look at the success right. of the Dodgers. I mean, there your point tonight, Canable starting LA. I looked at the paper like, wow, Canable. I mean, that guy was Not a closer. Urias. He was a closer. I tell, I tell you what, and I didn't see the lineup tonight. But here's what that does: if you sit here and go, okay, well, Canable starting, so I've got, I don't want all three guys be from the same side of the plate, so I'm going to mix it up. Well, now you've mixed up their lineup for all nine innings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know, and so he may he may go with a different lineup only because he doesn't want the first inning to be shot. And, and as we're sitting here, that game, that inning's already been played. I don't and I don't we haven't looked right. to see how it is. Well, we're still making sure that Tom Brady's throwing a couple touchdown passes yeah. in this Thursday night game. Was that very important? At least to get to somebody here. Yes, yeah, at least one. I've got one guy playing in this game. They'll be carting him off before it's over. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure of that because that's, that's how it goes for me. All right, well, that'll wrap up our emergency Cardinal manager broadcast. I, I know that there were a lot of eyebrows were raised this afternoon when we heard the news about Mike Schilt. When a new manager is named, I have a feeling we may have to reconvene to do this exact same oh, thing. I, I think that you'll barely get this thing running by the time they announce the, the new manager. You agree? Maybe a smudge longer than that, but I think <laughs> I, I think they know who it is. By, by this also. time next week, you well, think they'll, we'll you, know who it is? You look at how the next couple of series, the dates that are played. Once they get to the World Series, actually once they get to the AL or NLCS, there's almost no days off. So they're not going to want to announce something when games are now underway. Gotcha. Okay? Tomorrow, in this case that is Friday, there's no game schedule, right. I don't think. And then I think Saturday and Sunday they start picking right. up again. So the next break is Friday. This you know, tomorrow's Friday. Right. That's the only day for a couple of weeks until they get to the World Series after Game Two. That there is a day of no news. And, and I, I, think, don't, I don't think they'll give them two days of jumping on top of. What's right. Going it on. could be the between the Championship Series and the World Series. That's what I was thinking. That's kind of a logical time to pop mm-hmm. it in. But yeah. Mo, and Mo also said, "Yeah, this isn't going to drag into the middle of November." He know well. He knows who it is now. I mean, in my opinion, he already knows. Yeah, but that statement told you he's got a pretty good idea. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate the time. It's a late night. I don't want to keep you guys Where's up any later than you have to. I thought to. there was pizza. Yeah. We did, we, Are we sponsored? We, you know what? <laughs> that's in your deal. Exactly. That's, we need a sponsor for that. All right. Thanks for tuning in.